Welcome to Big Giant Book, a musical storytelling podcast for children. My name is Rachel, and I write the stories, and this is Joey. And he creates the music. Stick around after today's story to meet that lovely instrument. Today's story is called Seeds. This is a story about a cold, gray, slushy, mushy, still winter Saturday where nothing interesting happens at all. Until it does. Sam watches gazillions of raindrops race down the kitchen window. Behind him, Auntie Amy is busy watering all her house plants. Auntie Amy's house is like an enchanted indoor garden. But right now, all Sam thinks about is the backyard garden, which is muddy and bare. I miss summer. I wish it was summer right now. I miss the honeybees and bumblebees and giant red tomatoes in your garden. They taste the best on sandwiches. Auntie Amy spritzes a row of succulents with a tiny glass plant mister. It will be summer soon enough, she says. Besides, we need this time for preparation. Preparation? Sam asks. Definitely. Auntie Amy says. She checks her gardening calendar on the wall. Actually, today is the perfect day for some big time preparation. First, let's go surprise your mom at the grocery store. That's where we'll find our summer sandwich tomatoes. She sets her glass plant mister on its special spot on the kitchen windowsill where it won't be bumped or broken. Today, but they'll get mushy by summer. They'll rot, Sam says. Nope, Auntie Amy says with a smile, because we will get tomato seeds. Sam and Auntie Amy pull on their rain boots and coats and rain suits and head down the street toward the grocery store. They find every puddle along the way, and Sam teaches Auntie Amy the best tricks for getting the biggest splashes. Auntie Amy catches on quickly, and they splash up gazillions of water drops along the way. At the grocery store, Sam and Auntie Amy find a spinning rack full of seed packets. Sam finds one with a picture of a beautiful red tomato on the front. Perfect, Auntie Amy says. Those will be our summer sandwich tomatoes. Sam has an idea. What if while we're here, we got some today tomatoes too? For some still winter sandwiches. Let's do it. Auntie Amy says. They find some juicy red tomatoes 
and then hurry to the checkout line to surprise Sam's mom. Sam runs behind the checkout counter before his mom sees him and gives her a huge hug. My Sam, she says. She makes a rainbow of kisses across the top of his head as she smooches him from ear to ear. I've seen lots of kids at the store today, but I didn't know I'd see my kid. Surprise! And we got tomato seeds for summer sandwiches, Sam says excitedly. We have to start preparing today. Mom beep beep beeps their tomato seeds and their today tomatoes. That's a fun plan, she says. I can't wait to see what you two come up with. Well, I'm really glad I have the extra help, Auntie Amy says. Lots of people wait in line behind them with carts full of food. I guess we better get going, Auntie Amy says. Well, thank you so much for surprising me. I'll see you in just a little bit, Mom replies. I love you. I love you too, Sam says, and gives his mom a hug to last the rest of the day. Back at the house, Sam and Auntie Amy head to the backyard shed to gather everything they need to start their tomatoes. They find trays and tiny planting containers, gloves, a special mix, and a big lamp. This lamp will be like an indoor sun for the soon-to-be sprouts, Auntie Amy explains. Auntie Amy and Sam work together to fill each container with just the right amount of starter mix, place the seeds inside, and sprinkle a little more mix on top. They're so tiny, Sam says as he looks at a seed in the palm of his hand. Tinier than a raindrop. Definitely, Auntie Amy agrees, but they're going to grow and grow and grow. Now, it's time for them to have their first little drink of water. She gets her plant mister from its safe spot on the windowsill. Would you like a turn, Sam? Yes, he says, and he carefully mists each row. He scrunches his eyebrows together as he focuses on the job. It's like I'm making a tiny rainstorm over all the tomato seeds, Sam says. After all their hard work, Sam and Auntie Amy take a sandwich break. Sam makes an extra one for his mom. Sam opens his sandwich and studies the tomato slice inside. He squints his eyes. Hey! There are tiny tomato seeds in this tomato slice. That's right, that's where all the seeds come from, Auntie Amy says. She takes a big bite of her sandwich. Well, why don't we just plant these? Sam asks. Hmm, I guess we could try, Auntie Amy says. I've never done that before. It will be an experiment. I don't know how they'll turn out. 
So they make a whole new tray with the seeds from their sandwich slices. They make a special sign for the tray, and it says, Today Tomatoes. I bet they'll be gigantic and delicious, Sam says. We'll see, Auntie Amy replies. I like your prediction. Sam has another idea. Auntie Amy, what if I take a couple of them home with me? I know I don't have a sunshine lamp, but I could take care of them. Well, Auntie Amy says, you have to be really careful not to let them dry out, but also not to give them too much water. And you have to keep them warm, but not too warm. And you really should find a way to get them some sun, which is a little tricky this time of year. I know, I know, says Sam, but it would be another experiment for another prediction. I think it'll work. Fair enough, Auntie Amy says. I like that idea. Suddenly, Sam's mom opens the door and he runs over and gives her a huge hug. Mom, 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 I have more surprises for you. First, I made you a sandwich. Second, I got to use Auntie Amy's plant mister and make a tiny rainstorm over all the seeds. And third, the biggest, most important surprise of all, I got fresh tomato plants for us. They're going to come and grow at our house. Oh my goodness, Sam's mom says. This is all so exciting and so interesting. It is so interesting, Sam agrees, and it's just the very beginning. for tuning in. I hope you have fun joining Sam on his tomato seed starting adventure. Sam lives in an environment where his winter right now is rainy and gray and chilly. And I can relate. Joey and I live up in the Pacific Northwest in the United States. And so we have a really rainy, chilly winter as well. Um, And we even had just a little bit of snow last week. I know some people in other areas have tons of snow right now and really, really, really cold weather. Other areas still have sunshine and heat. And so wherever you are, sometimes it's exciting to look ahead to what's coming. And so I know in just a couple months, Sam's tomato sprouts are going to be ready to move outside. Everything will have warmed up, frost will be over, and we will have to come back and see how his experiment is going. I'm really curious. I'm also very curious about the music we heard today. What is the instrument that we heard today? It's called the mandolin. I know it's very different, but it looks like a little guitar to me. Yeah, yeah. The, the mandolin and the guitar have a lot of similarities. Um, they both have strings that you strum, and you'll often see people using a pick 
when they play them, and they both have long necks. Uh, but the mandolin's actually very different than the guitar. So tell me something cool that's different about the mandolin. Well, for one, each string has a little buddy next to it. That's the same pitch, and it allows you to play quickly like this. I see that. They all have a buddy. I love that. Um, so what kind of music would we typically hear the mandolin in today? Well, nowadays you hear the mandolin a lot in bluegrass and folk music. And another interesting thing, um, speaking of bluegrass, is that mandolin players um, in bluegrass often use the strings um, almost like a percussion instrument because they're so tight you can kind of chop them. So has mandolin always had that bluegrass vibe, or...? No, actually, the mandolin is a modern member of the lute family. And uh, when I think about lutes, I think of castles and jesters playing music for kings and queens. And the, the mandolin got to be part of that as well. So is the mandolin kind of like a great-great-grandkid of the lute? Yeah, I'd say so. It kind of is like that. So how would a mandolin sound in a castle? you have anything castle-y? <laughs> well, this probably wouldn't be ready for a king or queen, but uh, maybe something like this. Well, that makes me feel excited to bring the mandolin back for a castle, fairy tale, king-queen enchanted type of story. Very nice. Thanks for stopping by, Mandolin. Thanks for making beautiful music. Okay, announcement time. Joey, can we get a tum roll? <laughs> Tummies work for percussion, too. Tum drums. Um, okay, so our announcement is that we are adding a little segment at the end of every episode called Silly Stories. Now, these silly stories are very short and they're missing some words. I will need your help to finish the stories by adding in the missing words. The tricky part? you won't know what the story is about. Let me share an example. Hey, Joey, can yeah. you cover your ears so you can't hear? Covered. Okay, great. Okay, here's a quick example of what a silly story might sound like. All right, so the blank chicken woke up in her blank and said, Blank. Okay, the blank chicken woke up in her blank and said blank. Joey, please tell me one color. Uh, purple. Okay, tell me one place you might live. An enchanted castle. Okay, and tell me one animal sound. Meow, meow, meow. Purple, enchanted castle, meow, meow, meow. You just helped me make a very silly little story. This is how it goes. The purple chicken woke up in her enchanted castle and said, meow, meow, meow. 
So it's silly, it's quick, it's short, and it's a way for you to help us make a fun little story. So if you're interested in submitting something for next week's silly story, ask a parent or caregiver or maybe your teacher if you're doing this as a class to email us sillystory at biggiantbook.com. The three things we're looking for are as follows. Number one, a color. Number two, a feeling. And number three, a thing you'd find at the grocery store. So use your imagination. Pick any color, any kind of feeling, and anything you would see at a grocery store. Can't wait to try this out next week. Um, special shout out to my sister. She is actually the person who came up with this idea. We were playing Mad Libs uh, together and she said, Rachel, you should do this with your pre-K class. And um, I modified the game and made a version that was a lot of fun. We did it every Friday morning um, when I taught pre-kindergarten and the kids had a blast. Um, And so I think it would be a lot of fun here too. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And we can't wait to be back next Monday. Until then, have a lot of fun on your big giant day. Thank you.